Marketing Expert with your host, Stephanie Arnold. Hi, and welcome back to the show, Dr. Michael Trousdale. You're back once again, so we're so happy to have you. Well, thanks. Uh, it's, it's nice to be back behind the microphone. I understand that uh, you're here this time to discuss more of a general interest topic, the power of well-crafted data visuals and economics and tips on how to make them more effective. Would you mind reintroducing yourself for the listeners who might not have listened to your first podcast? Absolutely. Uh, I'm a senior economist at Econ One. I specialize in applied microeconomics uh, in the realm of antitrust analysis and uh, particularly in uh, energy markets uh, is is one of my major interests at the moment. That's great. Mike, you get to answer the question that a lot of other people have answered, and that is, what was your first job? My first job, eh? Uh, I'd say I got started a bit at a bit of an early age in that regard. Back in the early 90s, uh, I was about 12 years old, and I started my own business selling digital clip art. I I called my company Country Images, and I targeted a very niche market, square dance clubs. (laughs) These clubs would use the clip art to design invitations, programs, event notifications, and such. You know, I, I made pretty good money for a preteen. Uh, I pretty much had the whole market for digital square dance images cornered at the time. This is when I became more intimately familiar with the practice of using digital graphics for professional purposes. So you are here today to talk to us about the power of a well-crafted data visual in economic consulting and tips on how to make that process more effective? Yeah, that's right. So this uh, country images, is that how you sort of sparked this interest in visual graphics? You know, I think it was part of it. You know, when I was a kid, computer graphics were rather primitive. And I would spend hours on my black and white Macintosh computer playing with images in a paint program, mostly so I could print out and decorate my room with personally customized pictures of like superheroes and my favorite cartoon characters. I guess as I got older, I took this interest and applied it in other ways. As an economist, I spend a lot of time swimming in a deep sea of numbers and formulas. I now love creating pictures of interesting things I find in my economic analysis. It's a fun and valuable creative outlet for me to design compelling data illustrations and use them in my expert reports and trial demonstratives. Mike, what spurred your interest to talk about data visualizations with us today? This is a topic that's been on my mind for a little while now. You see, I was recently involved in an arbitration hearing uh, where data graphics were an important component of our client's case presentation. Because many of the issues were at hand were complex, one of the key strategies was to use pictures to clearly explain the economic issues to the ruling panel. We spent many hours with the legal team designing a series of fantastic demonstratives that really help bring the issues to life in an easy to understand way. You know, our our clients expressed multiple times that they love the end product. uh, But to get to that point, I found it important to stick to a few key design fundamentals. And I admit that it sounds a bit ironic to talk on a podcast about my approach to crafting better data visualizations. However, it's a topic that I think deserves a lot more attention in our line of work. Why do you say that? Well, in my experience, digital tools have made it pretty easy for anyone to create data charts and tables without 
too much thought. It's, it's like how a smartphone can help you take decent photographs with very little effort. However, if you want professional quality photos, there's a lot more to it. The same goes with a good chart design. Uh, using CAN tools may get the job done, but you don't want to overlook or ignore key design fundamentals. It may serve to diminish the communicative power of your visual aids. I'd like to get into those fundamentals, but before we do, can you tell us what you mean by communicative power? Sure. As an economic consultant, my main objective is to be able to communicate the results of my analyses clearly and concisely. I view communicative power as the ability to get one's point across both efficiently and persuasively. Using pictures to illustrate important trends in data can have a tremendous communicative power, and that's why I think having good visuals is just as important as having, for instance, good writing. Ah, I see. It's like the old saying, a picture is worth a thousand words. Precisely. Pictures are a very efficient way to present information. They take advantage of our natural desire to simplify the complex. For many people, pictures are much easier to comprehend and remember uh, than long blocks of text or a string of mathematical formulas. You know, to give you an example, imagine having to assemble a complicated piece of furniture without having any pictures in the instructions. I mean, you could probably figure out how to assemble it eventually. However, the pictures are meant to make the effort faster and easier. Take a look at IKEA assembly instructions. They comprise only pictures with no instructional text whatsoever. However, in, in most other cases, the pictures serve to complement and enhance the descriptive text. For our listeners' benefit, how are data visualizations relevant in your work? Well, uh, my objective when using data visualizations is to enhance my audience's comprehension. In my work at Econ One, data visualizations predominantly come into play in developing expert reports and trial demonstratives. As a part-time professor, I try to use as many pictures as possible to help my students understand the material. I don't know how you could teach economics properly without good data visualizations. At the end of the day, I use economic data to try to tell a persuasive story, and crafting good visuals are an essential component. This is an art that I think deserves a lot more attention in my field. All right, let's talk about what makes for good data visualizations. What things should one consider when creating data charts or some other graphical displays? Well, first, data graphics need to serve a clear purpose. Otherwise, you will risk confusing your audience. When you've got a lot of data or a lot of output after running a model, it can be tempting to throw it all into a chart and hope your audience will make sense of it. You don't want to do that. It needs to fit in within the story and in the right place. When I write a report, I like to have the relevant images embedded right next to their associated text. It puzzles me when I read economic reports that contain haphazard data charts with little to no apparent context or purpose or position. I mean, it's as if the author had too much information that they knew what to do with, so they dumped in a bunch of graphs because they're easy to generate in Excel. You know, Mike, that's a really good point. What else do you consider? Next, it's important that data graphics be simple. 
Don't include irrelevant or redundant information. Good graphics should avoid unnecessary, what I call, razzle-dazzle. That is, anything that may cause your audience to get distracted by how the graphic was made rather than think about the graphic substance. It's really easy nowadays to make a multi-axis chart with like cool 3D graphics, dozens of colors, and a snazzy background. I ask myself, what purpose does that serve? Such charts are often hard to read and hard to compare, especially on a two-dimensional page. When designing a graphic, a good thing to always keep in mind is whether the graph can be made simpler and still maintain your intended persuasiveness of your message. (laughs) Again, the objective is not to entertain or amaze your audience with snazzy pictures, rather to aid them in comprehending and remembering your message. Assuming we've got a simple prototype graphic that serves a specific purpose, what other things should one consider? Is the graphic readable under its intended use? Consider the font size. You don't want your audience to strain to read what's on the page or on an overhead screen. For example, have you ever driven down the highway and seen a billboard with print that was too small to read? Yes, I have. It happens all the time. It's bad design. I agree. Consider the amount of white space. In general, white space is a good thing. You don't want your data visualization to look like a scene from Where's Waldo with all of these things just crammed into it and you can't make sense of what's important. Having appropriate white space will help your audience better focus in on the important things. Consider sharpness of your graphics. Graphics should look clean and sharp. Fuzzy or blurred images are distracting and can be difficult to comprehend. Oftentimes, what might be clear on a computer screen might not be clear on a printed paper or an overhead projector. Mike, you know, I I know that you're colorblind. How would you take that into consideration? Well, being colorblind uh, makes it challenging for me to create graphics, but it also uh, helps me keep in mind the fact that there are others like me uh, out there. It sometimes can be difficult for colorblind individuals such as myself to make sense of data graphics that have a lot of non-contrasting colors. I think it's good practice to design data graphics to be colorblind friendly. Uh, And there are various color palettes and other techniques that can ensure that a graphic is colorblind accessible. Is it fair to say that the proper design of data graphics isn't a standard topic covered in economic programs? Well, economists tend to wear a lot of hats, but good graphic design isn't always one of them. Uh, This reminds me of another important component of good design practice that any economist should be aware of. Uh, It is important to avoid distortions or bias when presenting quantitative information in a chart. It's so easy to use graphics to set forth a misleading picture of the underlying economic data. In my view, an honest chart is a good chart. If any of our listeners wanted to know more about this topic, what is one piece of advice that you would give them? Well, we've only begun to scratch the surface in these few short minutes in our discussion. Uh, An excellent source is a series of books written by Edward Tufte. Uh, For example, his book, The Visual Display of Quantitative Information, is a great place to start. I find 
putting in extra effort and creativity to design my data visuals to achieve high communicative power, it's fun and a rewarding part of my professional work. There's frankly always more to learn and uh, incorporate into my own style. I really like hearing you talk about this part of our work because I feel like it's something that isn't always necessarily talked about, but it is a huge part of making the case. So I just want to say thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. If you would like to learn more about Dr. Michael Trousdale, head to our website at www.econ1.com, and we're looking forward to having you back next time. Thanks a lot. Thank you for joining us on Inside Expert. Mm-hmm.